It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Monday, August 30th, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people at today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. Give him a call. 317-849-2933. We had a wonderful time at the Hoosier Hardwood Festival uh, both Friday and yesterday. Bought a couple of things, pieces of chainsaw art that I'll show you at the end of this. Absolutely unbelievable. By the way, today, August 30th, the anniversary of the date I met my wife, Julie, we knew instantly, and that was that. At Walnut Knoll's apartment, D19, back in the day, a wonderful place for people to meet their spouses. A lot of people met their spouses on that night. I think like four different people met their spouses at a, a series of parties at D building that night. Isn't that something? That's the way college works. You just don't know. It's a mystery to everyone. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts and the mystery that is the continuing mounting list of injured players. My goodness, what has Chris Ballard and Frank Reich done? What have these guys done to deserve this level of injury? What do the Colts do that it seems nobody else does in putting their players in harm's way? I don't understand. Do other teams have this many injuries during the preseason and during the regular season every single year? It's unbelievable, with the exception of the offensive line, which seems to be uh, healthy year after year after year until this year. Now with Eric Fisher out, talk about that in a minute. Quentin Nelson is likely to play in the opener, which is a good thing. Uh, Ryan Kelly missed a whole bunch of camp with a hyperextended elbow. My goodness, Braden Smith missed part of camp. A lot of guys missed part of camp, and now T.Y. Hilton is going to miss part of the regular season because he's got a disc problem in his neck, and Frank Reich said it's complicated. You don't want disc problems, and you especially don't want them when they're complicated. T.Y. Hilton's got a complicated disc issue. There you go. You've also got issues with Eric Fisher. Eric Fisher on the COVID list, and Frank Reich says that this has this has been a bump in the road, the COVID list, uh, him being placed on the COVID list, a bump in the road for Fisher in his recovery from that Achilles tendon surgery that he had in January. 
Looked like he was on a pretty good pace. Now this is a bump in the road. They need a left tackle because, like I said, Sam Tevy on Friday night, he tore his ACL and his MCL. He's out for the season. He's going to have to have that knee surgically repaired. The big question with Tevy was whether Tevy was going to make the opening day roster or not, right? Because he didn't play with Frank Reich. you got to love him. He's not going to throw any player under a bus, and he didn't with Tevy. He said that Tevy has been really competitive in camp this year and had a really good camp. No, he did not. There was nothing good about it. He tears his uh, ACL, which may have kept him from getting cut. He gets cut to fix the ACL instead of getting cut from the roster. Uh, <clears throat> you've also got Taekwon Lewis, who may or may not miss the opener against the Seattle Seahawks because of his ongoing injury issues. Lots and lots of injuries for the Indianapolis Colts. How will this affect what their 53-man roster looks like? All of the, You know, it's so interesting how these things work out. I, I always remember Tom Crean when asked about Indiana's roster issues and overcommitment. You know, having guys commit, and, and it didn't look like you were going to have any scholarships to give them. And Crean always just said, well, it always just seems to work out. The, the two big position groups where we were talking about who's going to be kept, who's not going to be kept, at quarterback, Jacob Eason's going to be the backup quarterback because Sam Ellinger, uh, sprained his knee and is going to be out five, six, seven weeks. All right, so Eason's going to be the backup. Then you've got the wide receiver thing where we were talking about Ashton Doolin and and we're talking about uh, Michael Strawn and and we're also talking about um, uh, oh my God, I'm spacing his name, but there there was that log jam. There was three for two spots, right at the wide receiver spot. Oh, Desmond Patman. And, and so you had these three guys, were all three going to be kept, two guys going to be kept, one guy going to be kept. Well, without T.Y. Hilton, if they IR T.Y. Hilton to bring him back in six weeks, that opens up the spot and all of a sudden the debate ends, right? It just seems to work out for the Indianapolis Colts. They haven't had to make the hard decisions. Still going to be some hard decisions, but not involving quarterback and not involving uh the uh, wide receiver room. So, there you go. At least I don't think they're hard decisions. You think they're hard decisions? You got Doolin, you, you got Strawn, you got Patman. Why wouldn't you keep all three if Hilton's going to go on IR with the idea that he's going to be out five, six weeks, and, and then you bring him back off of IR? Uh, I'd, I'd keep all three. Um, Colts, they claimed Kahele. Uh, Warring over the weekend, he was a third-round draft pick in 2019. They claimed him from the uh, New England Patriots, which was a bit of a surprise because they got three tight ends, and they usually keep three tight ends. And so you've got Doyle, right? You've got Ollie Cox, right? And you've got Granson. You're not going to cut any of those guys, so you're adding another tight end. And toward what end? I don't know. Are they going to cut Warring or are they going to keep Warring? I can't believe that Warring would sign with with the Colts on Saturday, knowing he was going to be cut on Tuesday. Like, why would he even get on the plane? So uh, they got practice today. He's going to get one practice to prove his worth as an Indianapolis Colt. There you go. Um, so they got problems. You know, uh, Carson Wentz trending toward health on September 12th. Quentin Nelson trending toward health. That 
that's a good thing. Quentin Nelson will be activated off the COVID list today for practice. That's high quality news. It was contact tracing that put Quentin Nelson on the COVID list. So, uh, like I said, a good thing. Indiana, they get going this weekend at Iowa. Iowa, three-point favorite. So, Indiana, three-point dog. We know that. We know how that works, right? Uh, that means that the odds makers, they don't know who the hell is going to win this game. It's a t- and And so, Iowa... Yeah, we'll see what happens. Indiana, according to 247sports.com, they got the seventh hardest schedule in college football. They got a bunch of guys coming back. Michael Penix is back. Ty Freifogel, uh, Peyton Hendershot, Caleb Jones is back. The monolith at left tackle. He's the biggest guy you've ever seen. He's like 6'10", 340 pounds. Unbelievably huge. Um, Micah McFadden. Marcelino Ball, I I know he's got that hyphenated name, but I know him as Marcelino Ball. It's a cool football name, Uh, so I haven't committed to memory the other one. Uh, John Williams and Taiwan Mullen, maybe the best cornerback duo in college football. Uh, IU last beat Iowa back in 2012. They're 0-3 since then. They lost to Iowa in 2018, that was their their last matchup against the Hawkeyes. It's time for Tom Allen to prove it, I guess. It's a tough schedule. Like I said, you've got at Iowa, you've got at Penn State, you've got Ohio State coming to Bloomington, you've got Cincinnati coming to Bloomington. All of these are ranked opponents. You know what? you you got to beat ranked opponents. If you want to be a ranked team, you've got to be able to beat ranked opponents. If you want to win the Big Ten... You've got to beat Ohio State. That's the way it works. Those are the rules. Can Indiana win the Big Ten? Can they beat Ohio State? When was the last time they beat Ohio State? Joe Stasniak was the left tackle for Ohio State the last time Indiana beat Ohio State. It was 30-plus years ago. 30. I think it was 30 years ago. Might be just over 30 years ago. Uh, How about Javi Baez? Javi Baez gave Mets fans the thumbs down. Why? Because the Mets fans have the temerity to boo Javi Baez. Javi Baez has been cheered in Chicago at Wrigley Field as a member of the Cubs based upon his play in 15, 16, and 17. Right? In 16, a big part of that Cubs World Championship team. And, and since then, you know what? Really not, not the same effervescent level of play from Javi Baez. Just not. This year for the Mets, since the trade to the Mets, he's hitting 207, and he's waving, as we've seen, we've seen pictures of it, of him waving at sliders low and away where he's missing them by about a foot and a half. Mets fans don't like it. They want Javi Baez to be able to play in 2021, where Cubs fans were cheering kind of the myth of Javi Baez from 2016. Javi doesn't like it. So... He gives him the thumbs down. What are you doing? What are you out of your mind? Um, the Cubs were destroyed yesterday, 13-1 to in large part, because of a couple of guys that they dealt for Jose Quintana. Dylan Cease, six strong yesterday. How about that? Six innings, 11 strikeouts. Dylan Cease, really, really good. How about Eloy Jimenez? Also, uh, return in the trade. For Jose Quintana, he hit a three-run homer yesterday. Fantastic work, Theo. Good job. Cubs lose. 
They're irrelevant. The Sox win. They're very relevant in the American League. And I'm really rooting for the Sox because people are crapping all over Tony La Russa, right? Tony La Russa can flat manage. I don't care if he's 112 years old. I don't, I don't think that he can get along with the youngsters, really. I don't think he can build relationships with young players, really. Good Lord, he can't relate. Are you kidding? Uh, Bryson DeChambeau, is there any golfer in the world who's more fun to root against than Bryson DeChambeau? I don't think so. I had a great time yesterday rooting against him at the BMW Championship, and we had bonus golf in which to root against him. He uh, and Patrick Cantley had a playoff, six-hole playoff, where DeChambeau kept missing six-footers to win the damn thing, couldn't knock one in. On 14... During the fourth round, Cantley's walking to the green, as golfers tend to do when they've done their business. DeChambeau didn't like it, asked him to stop walking as he was hitting his ball because it distracted him. What a tool. I can't stand Bryson DeChambeau. I'd love to watch him lose. I was so happy that Patrick Cantley won yesterday. It was wonderful. DeChambeau tipping his hat to the fans at 18 when he thought he'd won the tournament. Not so fast. All right, let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? I, is it more fun, this is a good kind of hypothetical to ponder today, is it more fun to root for somebody or a team that you enjoy watching or more fun to root against a person or team that you don't enjoy watching? Man, that's neck and neck. That's a hard call for me. I try not to root against people because it just seems like bad mojo. Seems like you're being a bad person by rooting against somebody like DeChambeau. But you know what? It's just too damn much fun. Uh, Birthdays today being celebrated by Facebook uh, friends. The great Jan Hunter celebrating a birthday. Eric Rhodes, happy birthday. uh, Matthew Williams, John Wayne Buzzard, happy birthday. Scott Galetti, Spencer Venable, and John Millspaugh, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliments. So, what did we get at the Hoosier Hardwood Festival yesterday? Julie and I, get, and when you're bidding on these things, we got these in the auction. Didn't really realize how large they are and how heavy. So, here's this guy. Do you think that this guy isn't going to be able to pick winners every single Friday as we look ahead to a weekend schedule? He'll do his first work on, uh, on Friday. Look at the green eyes on this bad boy. My goodness. Harrowing, aren't they? Yes, they are. There's the, uh, the Orb of Wisdom. The Orb of Wisdom was pretty good, but he's not going to be as good as this green-eyed monster in our backyard. He's unbelievable at picking winners. We've, uh, we've tested him. He's quite gifted. And then we've got this. Look at that. that nice little scenic kind of landscape with trees and whatnot and uh, houses. Bought that yesterday at auction. Very, very nice. Although we have found out that wood like this, carved wood like this, not supposed to put it uh, within like uh, 10 feet of your house because of termites. So I I don't know. It's kind of like we've got this. This is stone. Termites not going to get to this. So maybe we get some kind of special dispensation. I don't know. I'm going to have to figure that out. Maybe we can treat this with something. Uh, to keep termites from being an issue because we that's where we want it. Julie wants to like paint a landscape here on the bricks 
make it look sort of like a mountain range or some, some such nonsense. We'll see. We'll figure it out. We'll keep you apprised.